everybody. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday, and we are back with a brand new episode of TGIF. Now, we are here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink, and get ready for this hot tea. Let me introduce my co-host. What's up, Al Reynolds? What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? How are you? Welcome to this. What is it called? What is the name? What is it? What is LA known for? Homeless people? No. Oh. Los Angels. Los Angels. Yes. Los Angels. Welcome to the city of Los Angeles. (laughs) My old stopping grounds. Okay. (laughs) Thank you very much. I got to go to my favorite. My favorite restaurant here is Crustaceans and and Ivy, of course, and Catch. I'll be at one of those tonight. And also, please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? What's going on, everybody? So I'm mad that you and Alan go work the whole stroll tonight without me. (laughs) <laughs> you see, she didn't. She didn't invite me. She must got a little date thing going on. I might. Or I might not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, listen, it is Friday night, so you know we turn up just a little bit extra. Have y'all been reading the comments lately? People been here for the little spicy version of TGIF. Have y'all? Been I didn't even know that the people could tell that we were doing "quote unquote" another version. Oh, the cursing. It was more like an in-house conversation that, you know, that we had. So I didn't know that it was that noticeable. But, yeah, I have seen the comments. They're like, yeah, because we were careful not to cuss as much. Mm-hmm. Right. It's been fun. But, you know, what? we've shown y'all we got layers and levels. How about that? Speaking of someone that got levels and layers and all different kinds of things going on, let's get into this. Jesse Smollett's lawyer filed an appeal of his conviction for fabricating a racist and homophobic attack on himself and then lying about it to Chicago police. The former Empire star was found guilty on five counts of disorderly conduct in 2021. Now, last year, a Cook County judge sentenced Smollett to 150 days in jail and 30 months of probation. He was also ordered to pay a $25,000 fine and restitution of more than $120,000. Smollett walked out of jail six days later after an appeals court ruled that he should be released while his conviction was appealed. Now, his attorneys are now seeking to keep Smollett from having to return to jail and complete his sentence. All right, Joe, what are your thoughts? And do you think Jesse should just go ahead and complete this sentence? Al, what are your thoughts on this case? So as you guys know, our sister network, Fox Nation, is doing a five-part docu-series about the entire case. And it airs on March 13th. And it just so happened that I happened to be the lead commentator for this five-part docu-series. And let me tell you guys, it is fascinating, especially as you learn all the ins and outs of the particular case. So I encourage everyone, all our soulmates, all our fans, please watch this docu-series. You're going to learn a whole lot. And whether you believe it or not, whether you believe him or not believe him, in this council culture, the thing that concerns me, Claudia, is in public opinion, Jesse Smollett is found guilty. And that's what I think his strategy in handling this should be. Play to what the public opinion is saying about you so that you can get back to work and doing what you love the most. But let me give you the tea, everybody, because I was there during the filming. The two Nigerian brothers will be spilling all the tea as it relates to this case during this docuseries. You must see it. So seeing how you're a part of that, do you think he's guilty or not guilty? You have to watch, Claudia. <laughs> you, what you think? <laughs> you know what? I, I understand that the docuseries is one of, or one of our sister network stations or whatever the case may be, but I'm not here 
just not. Like, you did it. You did it. And, it's, and, and you continue to double down and being wrong. And honestly, I just have no respect for it. You, you know, you, you, you got your family out here looking stupid. They're coming to your support. They're coming behind you. And I've just never seen somebody whose ego has just gotten in the way of their greatness. All in all, this Jesse Smollett situation actually was done. We had actually forgotten about it. And honestly and truthfully, had the story been right now, Jesse Smollett starring in the latest Marvel film, we would have been like this. Now you're bringing this stuff up all over again. And the reality of the situation is people's minds are made up about this. All right. Al, you sat through the docuseries. Unless the Nigerian brothers finna get on there and straight up say Donald Trump and the White House gave us $3,500 to do this <laughs> and we lied on Jesse Smollett, there's nothing for us to see in this docuseries, especially if you're going to come out still looking like the damn liar that you are. So, no, I have no interest in watching the docuseries. Al, either you can call and tell me what's on it or I'm just going to continue thinking that the Negro is guilty. Mm. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. And I'm sure we'll be speaking about it after we all see it. Oh, here's another one. Former Sweetie Pie's owner Tim Norman was recently sentenced to life in federal prison for murder for hire against his nephew, Andre Montgomery Jr. Norman was found guilty on all charges, including conspiracy to commit murder for hire, resulting in death and conspiracy to commit mail fraud. He was given two life sentences on Thursday for the murder for hire counts and a 240-month sentence for the mail fraud count. Now, Norman and his family are known for the reality TV show, Welcome to Sweetie Pies, that you say are on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Let's go to you first, Q. What are your thoughts on this update? Ladies, don't you ever lay it low or spread it wide with a man with hips, okay? This is what <laughs> men with big hips and high booties do. Now, you, you, you want to know something? This is sad. Um, I feel extremely bad for Miss Robbie. You know, she she issued a statement, and I'm paraphrasing. She says something to the effect of, I don't know whether Tim did it or not, but that's my son, and I still love him just like every mother in this situation loves their son. Miss Robbie, you know his ass did it. But the saddest thing about it, y'all, is the dollar amount, right? Mm-hmm. It would be sad, period. But in the grand scheme of working in television and being as popular as Tim Norman was, $450,000 was not a lot of money. Um, he could have made that in a year in bookings and 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 in a cookbook. You know what I'm saying? This is just what happens when Negroes want to be lazy and um, not give up the streets. There was just no reason. And granted, you can't put a dollar amount on something. But had the policy been for like two million, three million, then I could begin to wrap my head around how you could let the devil get in your mind. But not four hundred and fifty thousand, bro. So it's amazing what little. But well, it's all relative, right? What's little to some people might be really big to others, but still in the big scheme of things to risk your life and your freedom uh, for that. Uh, we have, uh, uh, let me see. Someone in this chat said hips do lie. There's a whole bunch of comments about them hips in the comments. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to get to them. Al, what you think about this story? Do you know, you know what? You know what? I just want to say really quickly that the docuseries that I'm a part of will be aired here on Fox Soul. So the five part docuseries will be aired on Fox Soul. So be sure. I just wanted to share that. Uh, what well, I think about this. Hold on. Now they finna edit lies over here. <laughs> Come on, Q. You got to support Don't bring us into this. <laughs> um, 
as it relates to as it relates to Tim Norman, uh, guys, you know that he dated one of my friends, Jennifer Williams, or ex-friend Jennifer Williams, and she said that you know she had to get a restraining order because there's a dark side to him. So obviously she had she was right about something, right? The sad part here, though, to me is that Tim Norman is going to jail longer than the person who actually killed his nephew. And how interesting is that? But they caught everybody. They caught the guy that Tim Norman got the insurance um, plan from, put his, sending his ass to jail. They caught the girl who lured him to the room that Tim paid $10,000 to. She's going to jail for three years. And the guy who actually, no, yeah, she's going to get jail. She got paid $10,000, going to jail for three years. And the guy who actually did the killing is going to jail for 30 plus years. But with, with appeal and early release, he will see the day of life long before Tim does. And look, this is the funny part. He literally has burned his family's legacy down to the ground. That family had to close all of their locations that have some have been open for 25 years. And I'm like Q with hips like that and two life sentences. He better be concerned about his stay in prison. I really didn't really I couldn't retain anything you were saying because all I was thinking about is your was those friend. Hips? sleeping with this guy with hips that are bigger than hers. <laughs> He's the first guy that looked like he had a BBL. He has some hips. And Claudia, I was laughing because I was sitting there like stank breath and big hips. How does that work? <laughs> like, <laughs> You guys are bad. Allegedly, yeah, right? And that's Al wants they, to they, tell they, us. They say, they say Jennifer breast for like Alpo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she probably was eating Tim ass. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, Claudia, you started this. Al, you started Al, defend the honor of your friend. Oh, Lord. Al, defend your girl. That's your friend. If that was my friend, I would definitely stand up for her breath. Well, let's, I mean, let's her. be clear. Let's be very That's clear. Malaysia. I haven't spoken to Jennifer Williams in almost two and a half years. Really? She ain't talked to your face in that long. It repelled you. That was, Get out my face. <laughs> I'm being good. I'm not saying nothing. Go on to the next thing, Claudia. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to be petty. <laughs> Funky, I want to be petty with you right now. No, let's not be petty. Let's be professional and grown and sophisticated. Ain't you? <laughs> don't judge me from my past. I don't stay there no more. <laughs> you know why? Because I am unlocking <laughs> my better, better self. <laughs> okay. You, you, you know what? I stand corrected. You are so right. All right, y'all. Huh, so we're going to get a phone call about that, huh, Al? <laughs> <laughs> after nine, allegedly, after nine years of marriage, it's been reported that the Real Housewives of Atlanta star Drew Sedora and her husband, Ralph Pittman, are heading to Splitsville. According to documents obtained by People, Ralph's request for divorce was officially received on Monday. The documents also state that there is no chance or hope of reconciliation. Now, in an amended divorce complaint obtained by TMZ, Drew said that she cannot take Ralph's continued blatant disrespect and mental abuse any longer. She went on to claim that Ralph cheated on her with multiple women and claimed some of the women even contacted her about it and sent her their sex with Ralph. Now, Drew also claims that Ralph has gotten physical with her. Fellas, are you too surprised? Let's go to you first. Um, Al, what do you think? 
You know what? First of all, I, it's unfortunate this young couple, beautiful couple, I thought was a black love couple is going through this. But something in the milk ain't clean, in my opinion. How do you both get your court documents in to the courthouse within an hour of each other? I hope I'm not right about this, but it just smells a little bit like a storyline, if you ask me. Um, but look. She's very open. She's very honest. I love when she talk about her family. Her parents were married for 56 years. She said she put up with a lot of stuff because she wanted to emulate her parents' love and that she feels like in any marriage, you got to work through stuff. But I think some of the blatant disrespect that this guy has shown to her all the way down to not adopting her oldest son may speak to what this marriage is really going through, which is something bad and they need to separate. All right. Q, what do you think? Listen, y'all, I'm all in favor of this divorce. Drew should have left Ralph's ass when he lied, talking about he went to the beach and he went to Tampa, bypassed every beach between Atlanta and, and Tampa to get to Tampa. First of all, he didn't even know no damn body in Tampa. He was lying. His ass was probably laid up in the same regions with some bitch in Atlanta, and your ass was dumb enough to go along with it on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you something. Divorce is not a bad thing. Divorce is actually a great thing if you are married to the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? Divorce is actually the 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 open door to your new life and a new realm of possibility. So I am happy that Drew has wisened up, that she's getting a divorce and that this man will stop embarrassing her from here to Afghanistan. Like do what's best for you and show your kids that there is a proper way to be loved. And that ain't it. Right. I like I really like Drew Sedora. Um, you know, Drew's uh, name last name is really Jordan. So we would kind of joke around sometimes to say we're cousins. So we kind of like developed a little bit of a friendship over social media. We keep saying we're going to hang out. And if I was her big sister, I would tell her she's doing the right thing. I don't care if he filed first, she filed first. I don't really care as long as you get out of that. Because I do from the little bits that I did see, it did see that she was getting it did seem that she was getting embarrassed by this man. Mm -hmm. And they were a good looking couple, which is really hard to get out of sometimes, especially when you're on a television show. Because you got so many people like looking at the surface, right? Oh, what a beautiful couple. What a good looking couple. But if you're miserable with said good looking man. It really don't matter how good they look if they're making you look stupid. And it's hard to do, but you had to walk away. So I'm not mad at it. I wish you the best. And we're going to be praying for you, Drew. All right, y'all, coming up, Shaka Khan throws shade at some of your favorite singers. And later, a mayor in Maryland resigned due to child pornography charges. Oh, my God. You don't want to miss it. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right, soulmates, welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Shaka Khan is pissed after finding out that Mariah Carey, Adele, and Mary J. Blige ranked higher than her on Rolling Stone's list of 200 greatest singers of all time. Now, Shaka expressed her frustration on a recent episode of Los Angeles Magazine's podcast, The Originals. Now, when she discovered that Mariah ranked at number five, Shaka said that... And she said, okay, I quit in response to Adele's ranking. Then, when she heard that her longtime rumored frenemy, Mary J. Blige, was also ranked ahead of her, these bitches, <laughs> they need hearing aids. They don't, have, they don't have hearing aids. They have no eyes. They have no ears. They must have, these bitches, you know what? These must be the children of Helen Keller. Now, Shaka Khan was ranked at number 29, Al, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on Shaka's remarks? And she was not here for that list. 
I'm gonna tell you, I love the fact that she wore them out. I mean, what is she supposed to do? She thinks she's, you know, one of the best out there. And I have to agree when it comes to her vocals, she definitely should be ranked higher, but that's not what this list is about. This list is not a voice list. It's a greatest singer list, which can, you know, the committee that chose it, which included artists that look like you and i originality was a was a top on the list influence was top on the list the depth of the artist's catalog was top of the list and the breadth of their musical legacy was at top of the list and i think if you if you look at those things adele mary j blige and mariah carey definitely deserve to be ranked higher than um shaka khan Okay, Q, do you agree? You're a big R&B music buff, and uh, what do you think? You know, I love me some R&B, and Shaka Khan is actually the singer of my all-time favorite song, which is Sweet Thing. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't like what Shaka Khan did, right? Because if you read the article in its entirety, at the end of the article, she says, I'm not interested in a list that pits singers against one another, right? But on the same token, you went out of your way to shade everybody who ranked in a position that you didn't think they should be in which is not cool now let's not get it twisted shaka comes from an era where you know people really had to sing and she could sing but i'll be honest with you shaka maybe you didn't make it higher on the list because you always allegedly had because the last time <laughs> the last two times you came to miami baby a couple years ago at jazz in the garden your ass was allegedly higher than cooler brown on the stage so much so that your publicist had to come out to the people and say well y'all ought to be glad she came anyway because she was sick and she went to the hospital they put her on meds and then i saw you two years ago with dr heavenly down at the um at the national hampton house and baby, you allegedly was so damn high, you stood in place for one hour and sang. And when you couldn't hit your high notes, you looked over to your background, seeing a girl like this, and she hit the high notes. So baby, maybe if you could allegedly get off that stuff, <laughs> oh, oh, you could be higher up on the list. So Shaka, you got some sweeping around your own front porch to do. <laughs> oh, he ready today. EQ is ready. It seems like these lists are just put out there and they just piss people off, right? Because, listen, someone's going to be mad at the list, you know? And and if you feel that way, it sucks to, like, feel that way, but it also sucks to say what she said because, you know, it's really... And they... they, they, they what they the do. Clive, how do you go to the Clive Grammy, Clive Davis free Grammy party next year and see Shaka Khan at the Raw Bar? Getting, getting getting some shrimp like what if you're mary j or mariah what's that interaction now like right. Right. right you know i'd like to hear less about her talking about like the placement where she should be on a list but these little comments she's making i'm here for a shaka khan podcast now i would like to hear her thoughts on a whole bunch of topics since she's so spicy i who knew she was that spicy when we got a commercial i'm gonna tell y'all a story about when I was on the plane with this doctor, tell me, uh, it's, I right. got a good, I got a shocker story too, but, um, I, listen, can't tell mine I think on her and Stephanie Mills should do the podcast together. Cause them two ladies right there, they are always Stephanie, talking. Listen, Stephanie Mills does not fool around with Shaka after she had to save their whole damn verses. Cause once again, oh, the verses? Shaka, <laughs> allegedly high. Okay. Listen, Claudia, <laughs> you'll be better off listening to a damn Rolling Ray podcast if you want to hear somebody slow slurring out of their damn mind all the damn time. Well, well speaking of Rolling Ray, uh, he came to the defense of straight men when it comes to smoking hookah. Let's take a look. If you want to smoke hookah and you are a man, smoke the hookah. 
don't let nobody, no queen, tell you as a mom you can't smoke hooker. Oh what felt? What happened? I had what? Do y'all think there's anything wrong? I don't think there's anything wrong with straight men smoking hookah. So I'm with Roland Ray on this. Q, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Do you agree with him? Because I, I agree with what he's saying. I don't think it should feel... Do something about... Does something with Ray condition <laughs> make his voice slow? Like, or, or was he... Did, did he have two Michelobes and a Benson and Hedges? Because why... <laughs> Or was his spine not strong enough to support his head? Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not in this. Why, why was his head caught to the side? Like, <laughs> Lee Street by the thing. Talking about if you want to smoke hooker, is we smoking hooker? <laughs> I'm confused. Okay, I'm confused. But <laughs> is it hooker? <laughs> you can smoke both. You can put your mouth on both of them, okay? Both of them could be passed around as straight men like hookers and hookers. Okay, so, Ray, I need you to sit up tall, stand up straight, stick your chest out, and enunciate so we can find it if you're talking about hookers. <laughs> but aside from that, I'm 100% with Roller Ray. Listen, y'all gotta stop it with this toxic masculinity. A man can't eat a banana. A man can't eat a popsicle. Now men can't smoke hookah. Listen, I was down to the bar yesterday with a rich car's beat and these hookahs was $125. I don't know what man y'all think for to sit up and spend $125 on a hookah or a hookah and not put his mouth on it and smoke it. So, <laughs> ladies and guys that subscribe to this toxic masculinity, let it go. A dude can't smoke a hookah and a hookah. Now, what he can't do is smoke the hookah and be recording his up on the phone like this. <laughs> That's what he can't do. Okay. <laughs> Or he can't be smoking it and have one hand up like this in the oh, club. But he can't smoke the hookah. And you know what? I'm wrong with it. He can smoke the hookahs too. <laughs> I'm not prepared for today's show. I'm not in this show, <laughs> the sad part is I think he's responding because Saucy Santana is the one who originally said that straight men should not smoke hookahs, right? So that's why Roland Ray <clears throat> is saying smoke hookahs. But listen, it, hookahs were founded by it, founded in the country of India, right? And it was a sign of prestige. It was a sign of privilege. It was a sign of power that if you can have a hookah, then you were the richest and the most influential of the land. So, hey, if that's the case, if that's the origin of a hookah, then I think straight men should be allowed to smoke hookahs. A straight man also know about the origin of hookahs too. Where did that, where did that come from, Al, since you know every day? <laughs> 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 I, I, you, know, I, you know that started back in the Bible now. That's the oldest profession ever. Listen, I'm more interested in them smoking the hookers than I am the hookers. <laughs> I just it's kind of to me it's kind of funny that this came from Saucy Santana telling straight men what they should be doing. Like that to me is right. like, man, yeah, no, don't speak on that. I don't I, I think that's fine. And it's just uh, we don't need another thing to shame men over or or people over. If they just want to have a good time, I think hookah's fun. I mean, yeah, it's way more toxic than cigarettes, but it tastes good and it's fun, and it kind of keeps you hot. Your little, your little, your little buzz up when you're in the spot. I love me some good hookah. So, 
and I want the fe- the fellas to keep on buying it. All right, y'all. You are uh, always in Vegas. Hold on, you always in Vegas. Do you like the hookers too? Hookers. <laughs> Paying for sex, me? <clears throat> Never. No, girl, you have to be paid for it. That's how you got to die with the pearls, ain't it? And this new house. <laughs> I am too lazy to be a hoe. I done told y'all the Negro so many times. I'm too lazy. They're going to want their money back, okay? I have to be in love. All right, y'all. In other news, a man was arrested and charged with theft after Memphis police claim he ate two bags of chips that someone else had stolen from a convenience store. The actual thief allegedly attempted to steal an entire display of chips with hundreds of bags of chips on it. But while the thief was walking with the display, several bags of chips fell on the ground. And after the thief drove off, another man, Joseph Braswell, allegedly picked up two bags that had fallen and started munching away. Do you think that arrest was necessary? Because he was kind of like the plus one. He didn't go in there. You know, he, uh, Q, what you think? Um, I think the police should be arrested. I think that it should be against the law for you to arrest somebody I, I think it should be against the law for you to spend more in cop resources than the alleged crime all right when you consider the payroll that it costs for the cops that arrested him the gas the wear and tear on the car the payroll for the people who had to process this man in jail the food costs the housing costs and all of that it was not worth two 69 cent bags of chips that he did not steal. Um, even homeless people be having a dollar and 50 cents on it. I would have rather them rough the damn man up and took the damn dollar and 50 cents or made him go back to the store and write a five page essay. But I really think these police chiefs need to really cut down on officers wasting taxpayer dollars on things as petty as two bags of chips. The juice wasn't worth the squeeze. I agree. I think it's absolutely insane. They wanted an arrest. They couldn't get the main guy, right? I guess they didn't get the main guy. Al, what you think about this? I mean, I, I couldn't agree with Q more. Memphis PD should be ashamed of themselves, and the citizens of Memphis should be outraged. Listen, you just coming off the heels of this entire police department being under scrutiny for the death of Tyree Nichols. Shouldn't you be putting your resources towards trying to find a resolution and, 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 and curing police corruption instead of arresting a guy who they knew it was him because he had salt around his lips or chip chip dust around his lips and going to arrest him and book him and like Q said spend tax dollars money that's ridiculous they should be ashamed of themselves and then too that man was out at night working the boulevard how they even know it was chip dust <laughs> okay it could have been some kind of other dust <laughs> I, I'm really sick and tired of police and this unjust system of so called justice right so certain people can plow their cars through a crowd of protesters um rape women behind dumpsters and the judge will say we don't want to ruin your life let this young man live uh still millions of dollars financial crimes and the punishment is like meh and then you get someone that's already down and out takes advantage of the situation some chips and that's who you want to go after that's who you want to waste the time that's what our money's going towards like it's such a ridiculous justice system that we have that they that we that and they got so mad when people saying defund the police. I don't think we should defund them, but it should be remixed because the stuff that they got going on is some complete. It's two bags of chips, right? And police officers kill beat up and beat a man to death. And eh, I mean, it's gonna may, may get some justice because they're black. But for the most part, there's a lot of things that go unchecked. But this is the thing you want to check. 
this is what you're going to spend our time and money on, right? All right, y'all. Up next, uh, a mayor in Maryland is facing 56 counts of child pornography. And later, oh, he'll probably get off. And later, a transgender teacher with Z cups has been placed on leave. You don't want to, you ain't going to believe what this is all about. It's really a complete mess. Keep it live. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. If you're enjoying the spicy show, put some peppers in the chat with some flames. All right, y'all. Patrick Wuhan, the uh, mayor of College Park, Maryland, resigned after authorities arrested him on 56 counts of child pornography-related charges. According to state's attorney office, Representative Jessica Garth, Wuhan will soon meet a commissioner who will decide on his bond or whether he will be held or whether he will be released on pre-trial trial release. Now, he released a resignation letter that said, while this investigation does not involve any official city business of any kind, it is in the best interest of our community that I step aside and not serve as a distraction. Another politician getting caught for this. What are your thoughts on this, Al? What do you think? Give us the you know, <clears throat> Claudia, this is, this is just really sad. We know that it's nothing new. But as you know, one of the thousands of jobs that I've had was, you know, dealing with sex trafficking. So I personally want to give a shout out to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children for uncovering this story because on that list are more a lot of African-American females. And so how they actually caught him was what was most interesting. He created a fake Yahoo account that he was shifting or ciphering through child pornography on. Now, how they caught him was he used as his recovery, meaning if he forgets his password on his Yahoo account where the porn was, he used his government email, meaning his work email, as a recovery. So when they did the investigation led by the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children, they found, after they subpoenaed Yahoo, they found his work email, and that's how they caught him. Lesson here, guys, A, you should not be dealing with child pornography, but number two, everything you do nowadays on a laptop or on your phone has a digital footprint, and if you're doing something illegal, they're going to catch you. Mm, mm, mm. Another one. Q, what you think? Unpopular opinion. Um, I feel really bad for people who are born with this sickness, right? Don't get me wrong. I'm not sympathizing with anyone who has touched a child, who's done anything inappropriate to a child. I don't condone it in any way, shape, or form. But I also don't think anybody wakes up and says, hey, world, today I want to be a pedophile. You know what I'm saying? I definitely think it's 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 a perversion of sorts. I definitely think it's it's mental illness. I definitely think that people who have this um, this 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 attraction to children, I think it is something that's innate in them that they can't help. Um, and I think it sucks. Um, you know, luckily, we've got mechanisms in place to catch people like this. And hopefully he has not physically acted out on a child. But I just wish that our studies in mental health. Um, we're progressive enough and far along enough that we could perhaps rehabilitate people like this or possibly even cure them of this attraction. I hear what you're saying. You know what sucks about this when it's when it's lawmakers? So how many times have we seen that it's the same people that mm -hmm. publicly are so much against it, right? Or so much against 
rape, pedophilia, all this kind of stuff, sexual abuse of any kind, homosexuality. And then the that they themselves are in that space, you know, and, and I would I'd be really interested to go back and look at his record and see what he's where he stands on some of this stuff, because a lot of times it it's, it's weird how they find themselves in these leadership positions and they have this past or they have this 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 thing about them, you know. That's why, to your point, that's why I done messed with Bernice King with her lesbian ass and, and uh, Eddie Long with his dead sissy ass because they led that march against the gays and everybody know Bernice King is allegedly the biggest carpet muncher in Atlanta with her masculine ass. And I lived in the 12 Hotel with Eddie Long and this ain't no alleged because I saw it with my own damn eyes and they could subpoena the footage. When I be stumbling in from the bar drunk at 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock in the morning, Eddie Long used to be on that elevator I lived on the sixth floor and he lived on the top floor and he would be on that elevator at two and three in the morning with four and five college age boys and I ain't saying no allegedly because I seen it with my own damn eyes so you can subpoena my eyes if you want to. I seen it and they had the nerve to be out there the two big in Atlanta leading a march against the gays. That's why I'm messing with them. I'm going here, Claudia. You're not lying on the Eddie Long because I too lived right across the street at the Atlanta Atlantic Station, the Atlantic, and he would be visiting boys in my building too and using our gym and I would see them all the time. So the audacity of being publicly against what you are, mm -hmm. right. hey, hey, be who you are, but don't be a don't champion against it in public. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. Rest in peace, Eddie Long. All right. Peter Thomas was found not guilty of second-degree assault in a Baltimore circuit court on Wednesday after he was accused of attacking a patron at his restaurant, Bar One, in Baltimore. The jury in the case at the uh, Elijah E. Cummings courthouse took less than an hour to find him not guilty in connection with the charges. What are your thoughts on this update, Al? I know this is one of your peoples. We saw be cool back in the day, back in the day. What do you think about this? Listen, I was just hanging out with Peter's daughter last week and as well as his ex-wife. Um, and I've known, like you said, I've known Peter for a long time and we all have known Peter for a lot of things. But abusing women is definitely not one of them. For someone like him, these types of allegations, though, can ruin his business. So my question is, what are the repercussions for people or women that come at him and accuse him of something like that? at his restaurant that happened she accused him that it happened at the restaurant like what when she's when he's found not guilty who what happens to that what happens to all that bad press that he received what happens to the effect that it has on his business is anyone is anybody held responsible for that and y'all saw the video right with tammy rivera that, that she said that's her niece that that made the allegations and she was very adamant about it q do you know anything about that because when i saw that i was like okay i was confused no, you know, I, I I don't know any insight. I saw the Tammy thing, too. I mean, listen, we can deduce that some sort of confrontation or altercation happened, right? We always want to throw our hands up in the air and say, let it go to court, let it go to court. Well, it went to court and they found the man to be not guilty. So that leads me to believe that it didn't happen or it didn't happen the way she said it happened. I mean, I wasn't there. I, I, I do not know. I'm just glad that we can do a story in Peter's favor this time. You know, Peter don't have no problem cussing our ass out. <laughs> I, actually, I actually was at Bar One uh, last two Sundays ago, and uh, Peter was up there. We chatted for a little bit. So 
Hey, Peter, we doing a positive story about you this time. You ain't got to cut stuff out on Instagram like you did last time and did not want to speak to me when I came to the restaurant. And last time I was saying, I was the one defending him and I got, I got, I caught shrapnel with that one. Peter, hey, we might have to have Peter on the show one of these days. I don't know. We'll see. But Peter, uh, congrats on that. I did see some people in the chat saying some other things, but you know, we're going to wait to speak on that. If we have any other new information, we'll talk about it. But for now, Peter Thomas has been found not guilty and uh, we have to go with that. All right. All right. After deliberating for less than three hours yesterday, the jury in the double murder case of former South Carolina attorney Richard Alex Murdoch was uh, they found him guilty of murdering his wife and son. Murdoch was also found guilty of two counts of possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime in the killings of Margaret Maggie Murdoch and Paul Murdoch. Now, uh, prosecutors have indicated they will seek life in prison without the possibility of parole for the murders, sparing him the death penalty. Now, he was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences earlier today. Al, let's go to you first. What are your thoughts on this update? Listen, he deserves to be underneath the jail as far as I'm concerned. There are so many layers to this case, guys. Listen, we know that there were 70 witnesses to this crime. We know that he had, what, 100 charges related to other crimes when he committed this crime. He stole $10 million on a life, life insurance policy from one of his clients. He had 71 other charges that he stole $8.5 million out of his attorney's um, account, whatever that, that wrongful death and wreck, that, whatever that account is for attorneys. The guy has been messy. He comes from a prominent family, one of the most prominent families in the state of South Carolina, but this was the worst part, guys. He shot his wife and his daughter, wife four times, wife four times, son, sorry, two times, right? Said he didn't do it, was nowhere around. They did not find him guilty of these murders until finally, after a year of trying to unlock the son's phone, they finally got it unlocked and saw that the, the son, actually recorded his dad at the crime scene right before he shot them mm, it's a hot ass i just love a good crime show uh yeah it, it, yeah <laughs> it on every news station um q what do you think about this story is this a show on netflix yes okay because i know it's been all up and down all my over. it's been all up and down my timeline to be honest claudia i, I really <laughs> it's rich white people white people like that, you know, this just, you know, we got the Scott and Lacey Petersons, we got the this Murdoch guy, we got, I mean, we got Jeffrey Epstein, you know, this is just another chapter of the anthology, that's all. I mean, I'm glad they found him guilty, though, and just like earlier with the Tim Norman thing, wasn't this over money? Like, what was it? Oh, because the, isn't that what it was? He had, uh, stole all the people money and was trying to get the yeah, insurance. Yeah, he was trying to divert them, divert the attention. Let me tell you something, you got to be a different type of low down. A different. <laughs> I can understand killing your wife. Hey, but what? Not killing your son? <laughs> like not killing your son. He was tired of Margaret ass. Okay, Margaret was nagging. Margaret let herself go. Margaret didn't shave her tussy cat no more. He was tired of Margaret. He Do had they have that picture of Margaret's production. Can you put the and, picture and of I'm Margaret just, back I'm, up? I'm just calling her Margaret. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, <laughs> Margaret was a trans woman. He found that later. He was tired of Margaret ass. Okay, it's all right to kill Margaret. True. <laughs> For the insurance money. But you're a different type because you can fall in and out of love with your spouse. But to kill your child, you're supposed to have love everlasting for your child. And to kill the child, just...
kill your child for that. So yeah, he belong under the jail, not for killing Margaret, but for killing the. Q, you might be onto something because remember in the docu in the in the documentary, he hired a man to kill him, so that his son, because he made his son the beneficiary, for, so that his son could get ten million dollars. So maybe yeah. he did like his son better than he yeah. did his wife. Well, the son it had dirty hands too because he had a little boating accident and someone was killed. Remember that there was some right. another death that the the son was part of that. Little little redheaded boy over there. Mm -hmm. So while you over here putting all got all the smoke from Margaret, <laughs> little, little the son ain't really that innocent either. You know what I'm gonna say about this case that really kind of pisses me off. Of course, I would go to the black and white thing because I'm always looking at how inconsistent our society is. Mm -hmm. I like to point out when a black person is you know involved in a crime, right, or or hurt by the police. They will find one photo of them smoking weed 20 years ago and say how much of a thug this person was or one picture with it, throwing up a gang sign or whatever the heck they're doing. And they will they will judge that person based on this so harshly. They will be their reputation is ruined. This man could sit there and say, yeah, I took all those people's money. Yeah, I did this. And for a minute, we wasn't really sure that he was going to get convicted. Some people were still like, well, I saw a lot of the coverage kind of being a little bit favorable to him for a little bit. Like, well, maybe he's just a, you know, a thief, but not a killer. It wasn't a quick assumption that the rest of his character was bad because he lied about these things. They still were going to take the time and carefully go through the evidence. And that's one thing that kind of just bothered me when I think about the double standards and the justices when it comes to us. They find us with one little book thing of bud, and it's like throw the whole human away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Great reaction. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, you're 100 right. Like, just look at the stories that did we I talk to you long. Hold up, did I, did I go too long? No, I'm leave, saying that, that we that we covered today. Oh, <laughs> great segment. All right, Joe. Coming up next, a transgender teacher. Wow with Z-cup prosthetic breasts has been placed on leave. And later, Larsa Pippen opens up about her relationship with Michael Jordan's little young son. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, Canadian high school transgender teacher who wears massive Z-cup prosthetic breasts in class has been placed on leave after complaints from students and parents. Now, the Halton School District confirmed that Oakville uh, Trafalgar uh, High School shop teacher Kayla Lemieux was put on paid leave on Tuesday. Paid leave now. The board has remained uh, largely quiet about Lemieux while parents have raged for months about her wearing the prosthetics in front of the students. Now, I did hear that there's reports that she's not wearing them when she's not in class and then wears them in class. So that's where there's a lot of outrage. What are your thoughts on this? Q, what do you think about this story? Listen, obviously I'm a part of the LGBTQIA plus XYZ123 community. I'm its biggest advocate. I'm not. This is ludicrous. This completely sends the plight of the trans community backwards. This plays right into the hands of all those crazy conservatives that say we're sickos, we're wackos, we're trying to, to, to pull the children into this sick lifestyle. This plays right into the hands of it. Why are you doing this? No woman looks like this in real life unless they do have some type of sickness or they related to Honey Boo Boo Mama. 
Um, you you doing it for attention? Each wood shop. If them tig old biddies get caught in one of them damn wood saws, it's a wrap. Your ass should not be on paid leave. Your ass should be let go. To the ground, you look a hot mess. They, it, it, I, I just don't like it. Like all of this is wrong. And if you truly cared about the community and if you truly identify as what you say you are, then you would not be putting on this freak show, but but, but be more of the embodiment of the woman that you would want society to receive you as. And Might I point out, Al, before we go to you, Al, uh, meanwhile, there's been several reports over the last couple of years that we've had to actually cover of Black women in classes with their real body parts that have been deemed offensive and a distraction to the mm. students. I think one may have had some work done, but I remember another one where her body was extremely curvaceous and there was an issue with her. But this one gets put on paid administrative leave and it's something you put in on to go to class. Get, yep. get the hell out of here. What, why would you do that? Al, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this story? Look, I, I, I want to ask a question. I'm not trying to be offensive. This is educational purposes only. If you identify as a trans woman, and I, I heard what Claudia heard, that this trans woman does not wear the prosthetics and actually dress like a man outside of the classroom, allegedly. Um, is is that normal? I mean, can you do that? If you're oh, saying, no. if you're identifying no. as a trans woman, are you supposed to be able to take that off or do it some days and not others like no. what's the commitment he, there he, he by definition would be a cross-dresser cross-dresser got it okay masquerading and using the trans yes. label as an excuse right. because gotcha. trans has a certain level of legal protections in this moment and you sound like he's an agitator a disruptor going into the school causing ruckus for whatever reason because he's some whiny nerdy chess player that never got attention and you want to use this trans thing for protections when you are purposely agitating people. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of the student we talked about on Wednesday that went, the white student that went to Howard to be an agitator and then dare people to say something about it. And then to use the trans name label, which is actually dangerous to the trans community. Cause clearly if you're, you, you can't be part-time trans. I don't think you take this stuff off, put it back on when you go to school, you're doing a, a big disservice. All right, y'all. Coming up, Larsa Pippen gets candid about dating Michael Jordan's son. Stay tuned. All right, soulmates, welcome back to TGIF. Now, during a recent interview on the Tamron Hall show, Larsa Pippen opened up about her relationship with Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan, and claims that his father is cool with them dating. Larsa said, yeah, I feel like we're great. Yeah, I feel like we've spent holidays together and it's good. We're in a great place. Michael Jordan and Larsa's ex-husband, Scotty Pippen, have been famously feuding for years. Now, Larsa also spoke about the 16-year age difference with Marcus, and she believes age doesn't determine one's maturity. And all that matters is that she's happy. Now, she said, I don't feel like that determines if you're mature or not. I feel like if you can drink at 21 and you, you can go to war at 18, like, you know, there's different circumstances that I feel like age doesn't really determine your level of maturity. All right, y'all, what are your thoughts on the new couple? And do you think Lars is trying to secure the bag, Al? Would you take Michael Jordan's <laughs> son if he was 16 uh, years younger than you? 
Listen, hey, look, one thing I'm not going to do is age shame her about getting that man. He's an attractive young man. But allegations, you know, Twitter has been eating this up. Allegations on Twitter say that uh, Larsa actually met Marcus when he was seven years old. Can you imagine that? So maybe she's been grooming him. Maybe she's been eyeing him for a while now. And, you know, now it's come full circle. Uh, we don't know. But I don't know if she's securing a bag because what does Marcus do, actually? Now, if it was Michael who's worth $1.7 billion, I could understand, unless she's playing uh, a inheritance role, you know, uh, play here. But I don't think Michael's going anywhere soon. But all in all, I got to say, I, I'm here for it. I mean, if a 50-year-old woman can pull a 33-year-old man and he's loving up on her and she's enjoying it and he's grown, don't listen to these people out here, young lady. You better enjoy that because even young women can't get that a commitment. All right. Q, what do you think about someone dating uh, someone as young as her, same age as her son? I don't think there's nothing wrong with people. Well, yes, I do, actually. <clears throat> I do think there's something wrong with the age gap is so wide that you have to question what the two people are sitting at the dinner table actually talking about. But listen, y'all, we, we, we got to get back to a place in society where we draw a line in the sand and say right is right and wrong is wrong. And everything about this is just wrong. It just is like it, 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 it's too many, not enough degrees of separation. It's her ulterior motives. Um, it, it, it just, it reeks of, it reeks of ulterior motive, bigger play, you're, 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 he's young. He's got a name. He's a, he's attached to the Jordans. Your your your, your teammate, your your ex husband's former teammate. It's, it's just too much, and she knows what she's doing. He's been used, and, and you know she's grown and mature and good looking, but he's being used and doesn't even know it. Well, don't let um, a thirty three come in my DM. <laughs> you know, I have mixed feelings about this. Um, I've heard stuff about Larsa for years, but then again, there's a lot of things that get said about people that aren't necessarily true. Um, I, I, I dating the son of my husband's enemy would be awkward to say the least, but I guess once you're divorced, some people feel like you don't owe that person any more loyalty, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's her way. And before she went on Tamron's show, I was like, damn, that's real stank. But she kind of did a good job of standing her yeah. ground. Like she seemed like she's mm -hmm. really into him. But I, I guess time will tell on this one. I do hate that. Like you know, if there was a man dating someone sixteen years younger, eh, we probably wouldn't really bat an eye. Twenty, thirty years, we would. But I don't know. I have mixed feelings on this. But I know it would be weird for me to date the son of my ex-husband's enemy. I just think that's a little bit out of, in bad taste. Like take the age out of it. Like that part's like a little bit like eh. Kind of too close to home. And you know, Claudia, this is going to sound a little bit misogynistic, but it's also a little better when men do it because from a societal perspective, men are expected to take care of women. You see what I'm saying? So when there's a 16 year age bracket and the man is older and the woman is younger, it feels better because he's expected to take care of her. Well, listen, Claudia, I'm, this is no shade. You're almost her age, if a couple of years close by. If someone that young, not not the, not the degrees of separation, tried to holler at you and was serious and, and you liked him, would you turn away that possibility to date him? Yes, I would. Um, this actually, me and L'Oreal were actually talking about this on this podcast that we do. And she remembers where this really, really big basketball star at the time that was just on a really blow up. We were all at dinner 
and he was interested in me. And he's a, a huh? Shock luck. Oh, he was cute. It was just too, he was just way <laughs> too young for me. I couldn't do it. All right, y'all. We'll talk more about it next Friday. We had so much fun. The time went away. Thank my co-hosts, Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds for being here. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Tracks and Tales. We'll see you next week. Damn, that went by fast. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Have a good night, Zoe.